And we're back. That wasn't the music I thought I was going to play. Sorry, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Uh, this is Dub on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, July the 28th. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you. From a hot and sticky Brooklyn, as per usual. Yeah. My hot take for tonight actually involves the National Football League, uh, which is not a topic I like to talk about normally, but it's been making news recently because a lot of these players have been opting out. <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen this, but yeah, specifically a lot of like high-profile Patriots have opted out of opted out of the season, citing the risk of coronavirus. So anyway, my hot take is that um, these players are opting out. Um, They just get the year off and then it's like the year didn't happen for them. Um, They're opting out in retaliation to the league's rules that if they do any high risk activity, they could face no pay if they contract coronavirus. Oh, wow. So I think that the... NFL players don't have a lot of leverage with the league, and they're kind of flexing a little bit right now. Good for them. Yeah. They're, but you guys who have to be willing to go an entire year without getting paid then, huh? Well, that, that's another thing is these players for the Patriots that have opted out are in the last year of their contracts. So I think that their thought is that if they're playing in their, like, free agent or like signing value will diminish if they play a season that's cut short or whatever. Uh huh. Um, or if they like play a season and the season isn't complete, then maybe they won't like be free agents or whatever they call it in the NFL. Right. Um, or coach. Right. Or get coronavirus. I mean, if if your well-being and income is based on your physical health, there's an additional incentive to not be on the field this year. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. The, uh, apparently, I haven't listened to it yet, but the McCordy brothers, do you know who they are? Yeah. They're on the defense for the Patriots. They have their own podcast. Um, I want to check it out. I forget what it's called. It has a clever name. Like Defensive Bros or something like that. Gotcha. What were they talking about? Well, they were just talking to this guy, Dante Hightower, who's the defensive captain, and he opted out of the season. Yeah, okay. Uh, And, you know, he has a newborn baby, so. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of people doing that, which is going to be interesting. Now, what would prevent, well, I guess there would be lots of things that could prevent this, but what would prevent the owners from going and getting scabs to fill their places? Nothing, nothing, right? Literally nothing. Yeah. I feel like the NFL owners can do whatever they want. Yeah. Do you think that, I mean, 
I guarantee you there are scabs out there who would be willing to play NFL football for the New England Patriots in front of empty stadiums in the midst of a coronavirus pandemic. Sure. Yeah. I feel like Eli would do that. Yeah. Exactly. At least for one game. Yeah. Then you could say, truthfully, that you played in an NFL game. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you end up on a ventilator, but you have nothing to do with coronavirus. You just got (laughs) J.J. Watt just fucking crushed your (laughs) chest cavity. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I spent most of of October 2020 on a ventilator. It's like, oh, you got COVID? It's like, no, no. I was a scab in the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) do you want to do that hot take about the Olympics you were telling me about? Because that was pretty funny, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that wasn't really my hot take. That was a hot take I saw as in meme form. But it was the logo for the 2020 Summer Olympics, which the two zeros were worked into the Olympic rings. And it was basically like, imagine creating the most perfect Olympic logo of all time, and then the Olympics get pushed to 2021. <laughs> like you've been waiting 40 years, right? Like you're you're the head of the Olympics marketing committee, and you've you know since it's such a corrupt organization, and you probably are like sucking Olympian stem cell like spinal fluid, and right. you've been live for 160 years, and you've just been waiting for 2020 for so long. <laughs> No, it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh, hey, my name's Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My hot take is more of an update into my life. Uh, I have not been as active on social media because I spent the last four days just playing video games on my computer. I downloaded this game, Blood Bowl. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I played it at my buddy Scott's house on Xbox, but now I can download it onto my Mac. And uh, it is a a fantasy-based football-slash-rugby game. So it's like World of Warcraft, but you only play football? Yeah, exactly. It's through Warhammer. I don't know if you... I played that when I was in high school. and. but, so there is a board game based on this, but they made it into a video game. And, you know, you pick elves or dwarves or orcs, and most of the game is just getting your guys into position to knock the other guys down and then try to score a touchdown on them. It's lots of fun. I'm very addicted to it. And I was thinking, like, I know that especially the NBA players and the MLB players were playing themselves in, like, MLB, the show, during the off-season, and you could watch it, they would live-stream it for you. Right, yeah. I feel like we could get more creative with our, you know, socially distanced video games that we could market if we can't play sports in person any longer. Right. You know, maybe more like Tron. Remember Tron? Uh, Yeah. Right? We could do like Matrix style virtual reality sports. That'd be cool. 
Do you think people would pay to watch that? Yeah. And then J.J. Watt could literally be an orc in the football matrix. Right. Do you think he'd be an orc? I guess so. I don't know. That guy looks like an orc. Probably. (laughs) I got to be honest also, though. So, like, the game, like, a bit, you know, you put your guys into position and then you roll the dice to see, you know, if your block or your tackle succeeds. Right. And on more than one occasion, I have slammed my laptop shut after rolling, like, double ones when I was certain that I had, like, the exact positioning right. Really, you like in disgust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the most frustrating thing. Yeah. The game cheats, Sam. That's all I'm saying. Sounds unfair, Joel. It is, but it's lots of fun, especially when you get to like knock some zombie on his ass. Cool. Who do you play as? I'm the orcs. I have an orc team right now. Yeah, and I probably I, would also play as the orcs. Yeah, they're or like the JJ Watts, as I call them. <laughs> I'll rename them the JJ Watts. Um, like each team has different strategies. So like the orcs are definitely heavy on the like you're trying to just knock the other guy on his ass and then walk past him. Whereas like if you play as elves, there's a lot more like out running the other guys and getting open and passing it to them. Right. Well, I'll tell you this. J.J. Yeah. Watt is not an elf. No, he's not an elf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, who, who are you? Elf? Uh, Tyreek Hill, maybe? Yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady's probably... A Just he- a human? Just yeah. Like a regular human? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. You know, like Tom Brady is. You can also play as the halflings, the hobbits. Good. And they're, yeah, they're real bad. Yeah, bad. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you, who's like the most hobbit-like player in the NFL? They're like a short, fat guy in the NFL. Not really. Because all the short guys have got to be like skinny and fast. Right. Julian Edelman might be a hobbit. He's more of a dwarf, I guess. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey is definitely a dwarf. Yeah. Just, they, like, run over you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a fun it's a fun game. Check it out. I stayed Maybe up to... Russell Westbrook. Yeah, but he's an NBA player. Oh, sorry. Wilson. Russell Wilson. Oh, Yeah. That's a, be a halfling, right? He He's kind of got that round face, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's a little bit stupid. <laughs> <laughs> chubby cheeks. Yeah, chubby cheeks. Yeah. Oh, that's a good call. I definitely agree with that. Uh, yeah, so Blood Bowl, check it out. Uh, moving on, thanks to everybody who listened to our last week's episodes, which were pretty... Uh, fucking prophetic if I say so myself when we were asking how the hell is this going to work and today we're going to be talking about kind of the same thing right uh, shout out it doesn't. To- Man, it's a short answer it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah 
Shout out to San Jose, California, New York City, Barcelona, Spain, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, Cincinnati, Ohio, Charlotte, North Carolina, Champaign, Illinois, Vancouver, Washington. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. Listen to us on Apple, iTunes, SoundCloud, and or Spotify. Rate us, review us, like us. Love us. Love us. Love us. Um, all right, let me read the first hot headline. Okay. The Miami Marlins may all die from coronavirus. Well, not quite, but only three games in the shortened season, we have a first COVID-19 outbreak. 13 Miami Marlins players and four coaches have tested positive for coronavirus as of yesterday. Is that right, Sam? Yeah, I haven't heard any new updates today. Uh, prompting the league to postpone all of Miami's games at least until excuse me, Sunday, and they canceled their games against the Phillies? No. No, who were they supposed to play? They played the Phillies. They They were supposed to go home and play the Orioles. And they canceled those games. I don't know if they canceled them or just postponed them. Okay. Well, and the Yankees at Phillies was postponed also. Correct. The Marlins played their Sunday game. That was against the Phillies. Against Philadelphia, yeah. yep. In, despite, Philadelphia. in Philadelphia. Despite four players testing positive before the game, and they didn't tell the Phillies about it, prompting questions about the readiness of teams and the league to actually be able to deal with the virus. So, Sam, what's it going to take to shut down this baseball season? Well, you know, I feel like someone needs to be... I mean, I think that this is not going to do it, right? Like, this is like a learning curve. And, you know, probably Major League Baseball was like, oh, thank God it was the Marlins. Yes. You know? Right. Because, like, nobody really cares. And I feel like, actually, like, Derek Jeter was like, well, the Yankees don't want any of these guys. I might as well fucking kill them. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think that if somebody dies from coronavirus, they'll probably shut the season down. Oh, definitely. Um, But, like, there's already been some, like, serious health issues. Like, Eduardo Rodriguez of the Red Sox had cardiolio or whatever the fuck it's called. And that can't uh, be right. It's definitely not right. But basically, it's like an inflammation of the heart muscle that comes from a viral infection. Uh Uh-huh. And that happens to 10 to 20% of COVID cases, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's kind of scary. And that's the sort of thing that can, you know, they talk about all of these lasting damages from coronavirus that we're still just learning about. That's something that can cause permanent damage, you know? Yes. So, um, I think that the league, everyone's kind of looking at this as like, well, this was bound to happen. Like we got to learn from this and move on. Um, But I feel like uh, they need to learn from it and move on quickly because this is a disaster. Um, The fact that four players tested positive and they didn't cancel that game is very concerning because it was just like, it wasn't like, four people tested positive and they're like, Oh, those are the only four people. It's like those people tested positive the next day, 12 more people tested positive. That's like a serious outbreak uh, on a team of 30 players, you know? 
and it spreads so quickly. Right. Uh, and it's not just the players. Uh, White Sox manager Ricky Renteria, he's 58 years old. He went to the hospital for precautionary reasons. He wasn't feeling good. And we knew that uh, Moncada on the White Sox had tested positive for coronavirus earlier this season. So Renteria went to the hospital as a precautionary measure. You know, 58-year-olds are at significantly higher risk for serious health complications than 25-year-olds are. So they also got to be thinking about those guys. Yeah, seriously. What happens when a third base coach (laughs) dies? That's that's a serious question. Right. Um, Well, you know, I don't think that that's going to do it. Because, you know, those guys don't have a union. Right. Yeah, that's that's scary to think about. Like, the league could shut it down, or the players could shut it down, and the league is probably not inclined to shut it down at this point. But right. the players might be, if it's a significant health risk. So I was reading quite a bit of different pieces today and yesterday that Uh I felt I mean they were honest but they were a little harsh I thought to the players they were really like well the players need to start taking the safety protocols seriously because they're not wearing their masks like they should be in the dugout Uh, they're giving each other high fives when they've been told not to they're hawking loogies right players are disgusting um so like that's all true that seems kind of like okay but what's your plan for solving this right also Uh, like you don't get to blame it all on the players right um because it it really seems like there aren't the proper protocols in place and we'll talk about that in the next segment a little bit but as far as the marlins go like I don't quite understand, you know, the things that are in place. Like, what's the deal with the taxi team? Because I thought that team was around in case there was an outbreak on the regular team, they could still play. Yeah, but I don't think the taxi team is a full team. Right, but, like, what's the point of having the taxi team if you're just going to cancel games when people get sick anyway? That's a good pick. That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Also, what's the turnaround on the COVID testing for Major League Baseball? Two days, right? It, well, but it's they've got a delay. I mean, just like everybody else. It, I read it was five to seven day delay on getting you know, coronavirus tests back. Which, that's messed up. And you once you test positive, you need two negative tests in a row in order to be back in. Right. So if there's that delay, this could have a huge effect. And, I mean, what everybody is worried about, players playing when they are positive and nobody knows because you don't feel anything. Right. Meanwhile, you're killing your third base coach. Meanwhile, you're killing your third base coach. Right. So this is from 10 days ago. The White Sox announced a 16-player taxi squad roster. And it's 12 pitchers, a catcher, and three outfielders. Huh. So I don't know if, if that's changed now that the so-called regular season has started or not. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah. I don't quite understand what the taxi squad is, honestly. Right, me either. It's like they all get such serious pay cuts, they have to drive Uber on the side. <laughs> right. We're like, still... Okay, here's a Toyota Camry. Like, <laughs> go make some money. You get to go play in Schaumburg. <laughs> at, like, a high school stadium. I don't know. I don't know. Red Sox to use McCoy Stadium as taxi squad site. I don't think it's a full team. It would make sense if it were a full team. If you had, like, essentially your AAA team practicing, working out, and as soon as somebody goes down COVID-19, you call them up. Right. Since they already axed all the minor league baseball anyway. Yeah. As you do. I don't know. I don't know, Sam. It's not good. Nothing is good right now. Right. Yeah, I've been looking at a lot of memes lately. Like what else? <clears throat> oh, well, I just saw this one that was like, 2020 is like that year at Hogwarts where the Dementors are all flying around and everyone has to stay inside and eat chocolate. That's true. That's pretty and, accurate. Yeah. And the mentor is fucking taking away your joy and happiness. Right, yeah. They're flying around taking away your joy and you have to stay inside and think of happier times and eat chocolate. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. That's also probably the best book of the entire series. Really? I think so. That's the third one. No. The third one? Is it? Yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Okay. That's my favorite. I think it's the best one. That's my hot take. That is a hot take. I think I think <clears throat> like it's... you're gonna get some people on the internet who are gonna fight you. Exactly. Like, Dump on the Ump is going to get some death threats now. <laughs> yeah, no. I've told you about the time I accidentally waded into the Star Wars corner of Twitter. That was the worst part of Twitter I've ever been to. Right. Yeah. You were just like, I, I don't get it. Like, I'm not yeah, into it. Exactly. I'm not, yeah, <laughs> I was expressing, like, I'm not that big into Star Wars. Ah. <laughs> I think I was trying to argue that A Wrinkle in Time was better than Star Wars. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. That's a hot take. That is a hot take. And I was saying the book, I was comparing Apple oranges. Basically, I was saying the story of Wrinkle in Time is better than the story of Star Wars. Not right. a big of the Wrinkle in Time movie. I think you should go back there and be like, Star Wars isn't sci-fi. Oh, I will do that. Have I yeah. talked about that? Because it's yeah. not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They would probably agree with me, though. I, feel like, I, I don't know. That'd be interesting. I feel like most hardcore Star Wars fans would be like, yeah, it's a space opera. Right, but if it was an opera, wouldn't people be singing? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> So I would think that probably most people would be like, no, it's not a space opera because nobody sings. There are no songs. Somebody has had to have written Star Wars, the space opera, right? 
that has to exist. Oh yeah, right. There's a lot of stuff like that. There's like Star Wars, like the score performed by the you know London Philharmonic and shit like that. Right. Well, hey. probably not the London Philharmonic, but maybe like the Manchester Philharmonic, you know? Right. Like you, the Liverpool right. Philharmonic. Right. They're not good enough to make it to the London League. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they only play Star Trek songs. Oh! oh. <laughs> Take that, Star Wars Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Hosting them tonight. Good job. All right, moving on. All right, number two. Yeah, we'll we'll revisit this in the C block. We'll just do a C block where all we do is talk shit about Star Wars. Fuck yeah. Just see how many people we can get angry at us. (laughs) (laughs) Mandalorian sucks. Yeah. Yoda is a bitch. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, that'll be fun. Um... Here's our second headline. It's not so much a headline, actually, but we're just going to do a quick opening weekend roundup. Right. Uh, the good, the bad, the coronavirus. Um, well, and- because, Sam, this may be your only damn chance all year long. <laughs> I don't. I think we'll have at least another week of baseball. Remember remember in the past, every week it was just like, well, the Boston won. Up. Right. Round three. This may be the only week we get to do this. Right. Yeah, so let's do it right. Do it, yeah. Um, The first series of this unique baseball season is in the books, and some aspects are jumping right off the field at us, while others are more subtle. So let's start with initial reactions on our teams, the Sox and the Sox, uh, and then we can talk about uh, reactions... um, to changes to the game, new rules, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Joel, White Sox, go. Uh, the White Sox have a good offense, but their offense is not nearly as good as the Minnesota Twins. In their three-game set this weekend, the Twins took two out of three against Chicago. The White Sox scored 17 runs in three games, which generally is pretty good. That's five and two-thirds of a run per ga- of runs per game. Yeah, the Minnesota Twins scored 27 runs in three games for an average of nine runs per game. Badass. Yeah, the scores were 10-5 Twins, 10-3 White Sox, and then 14-2 Twins. Yeah, so, so they just like uh, what's the word? Hit lots of home runs. They just score a run an inning. Just kind of across yeah, the board. They averaged a run an inning for three straight games. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the White Sox starting pitching, other than Dallas Keuchel, got roughed the fuck up. Gio Gonzalez has an ERA of 14.73. Lucas Giolito, our number one starter, has an ERA of 17.18. Giolito lasted three and two weeks. Three and two-thirds innings, gave up six hits, seven runs, and two home runs with three walks and three strikeouts. So, like, that's not good. I have him in both of my fantasy leagues, so you can go ahead and 
chalk that under, I already know, Joel. Thank you very much. Well, well it's one start, but again, it's one start of a 60-game season. Right. Um, the White Sox, they just, they're playing the Cleveland Indians right now. They dropped the first game 4-3. to three. They left 11 runners on base in that game. So, I mean, it's rough, but I, the team is going to score a lot of runs. Uh, I, you know, okay, so these are stats over the first four games. Moncada's hitting 429. Louis Roberts hitting 400. Tim Anderson's hitting 263. You know, James McCann's hitting 750. Um, and when I was watching the game, I was more appreciative of Grandal and Edwin Encarnacion being on the team. There were times, like, I really like Yohan Moncada, but I think he's still really young, and he's trying to hit a home run every time he gets up to bat. I don't think he's that young, is he? He still plays like he's young. Right. He is 25 years old. Well, that's pretty young. I don't know which season. I think this is his third season. What's that? I think this is his third season in the majors. Right. I'm not 100% certain about that. Nope, this is his fourth season. So he's 25. This is his fourth season. Um, and then we've got Eloy with his second season and Robert in his first season. So anyway, we're going to hit a lot of home runs. Uh, we're going to give up a lot of home runs, and we're going to finish 30 and 30. Something like that. That's my hot take on the White Sox. Don't give up on the White Sox, though. I was getting mad at White Sox Twitter. They were all like, oh, we thought this team was going to be good. Shut up, you guys. <clears throat> Thank you, team. That's all I'm saying. Thank you, team. Right. <clears throat> Well, uh, the Red Sox. Oh, no, sorry. We're three out from becoming one and four. Just BT dubs. Okay. Yeah. The Red Sox are not good. Uh, the Red Sox have a decent offense. Um, and I think that it could be a really good offense. Um, but our pitching is abysmal. Right. Uh, we dropped two or three to the Baltimore Orioles. So you're not supposed to do that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and not only did we drop two or three, they fucking crushed us. So, that... you know, I'd say it's going to be a long season, but as soon as those Miami Marlins actually start dying, I think that we'll catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a good start out of Nate Evaldi, which was great. I uh, gave up one run over six innings. Um, but everyone else has just been terrible. Right. Um, and your bullpen's bad too, right? Bullpen's bad. Not as bad as, well, okay, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. We have two starting pitchers. Which ones? Evaldi? Mar Martin Perez and Nate Evaldi. Mm -hmm. Like, you're supposed to have five starting pitchers. Right. Like, we have two. Uh, and, you know, one of us, one of our starting pitchers 
Eduardo Rodriguez, who I talked about earlier, is on the COVID-19 list with a, you know, elephant's heart in his chest. Right. Um, and, but, you know, Chris Sale got Tommy John. He's out for the year. David Price went to the Dodgers with Boogie Betts. People forget that. Right, and he's not playing. And he opted out of the season. Yeah. Um, Rick Porcello plays for the Mets. He got lit up on Sunday <laughs> um, by the Braves. Uh, but yeah, we have Nate Evaldi, and then we have Mar- Martin Perez or Martin Perez. I don't know which one it is. Um, but the rest of our pitchers are, you know, long relievers at best. So, uh, and you-, you know, the end of our, like, we have a few good relievers. We have Heath Hembry, Marcus Walden, Brandon Workman, and uh, Matt Barnes. And <clears throat> all of those guys are good, but they're all one-inning guys. Uh-huh. You don't have any long relievers. Well, our long relievers suck. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Yeah. So basically, we're running three openers right now in a five- in a five-man rotation, three of our five men are openers, which is ridiculous. Not ideal. Um, the Red Sox, I almost feel like the Red Sox knew that coronavirus was going to happen because it doesn't seem like they tried to put a, a competitive team on the field. Um, and Eli actually called me today at work, just uh-huh. <laughs> foaming at the mouth. He's so upset. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Eli. <laughs> yeah, he wants. I'm going to text him when we're done because he wants to talk, but he can't come on the podcast. Right? Was he at work? No, he was home. Okay. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. Sorry, yeah. Eli. At least it'll be a short losing season. Right. Um. However, we haven't really talked about this. 16 teams in Major League Baseball are supposed to make the playoffs this year. Right. So somebody's going 29 and 31 and making the playoffs. Right. Maybe it'll be the Red Sox. Maybe it'll be the Red Sox. Maybe it'll be the White Sox. Who knows? Probably not. It probably won't be the Red Sox. No. It'll probably be Twins, Indians, Yankees, Rays, Astros, and then you got three more spots. Who do you throw in there? It could be. A's, Oakland A's, probably. Yeah, the A's definitely. Angels, uh, maybe. Yeah. And then who? Red, Cleveland. Red Wait, what did you say? I got Minnesota and Cleveland from the uh-huh. center. Yankees, Rays from the yep. east. That's four. Houston, that's five. Yeah. A's six. Yep. Angels seven. And then you got one more team. Right. Could be the White Sox. Could be the White Sox. What if the White Sox and the Red Sox have to play a one-game playoff for the eighth seed in the American League? How embarrassing would that be? Right. And it, like, goes into extra innings, and they right. have to put a man on second base in the tenth inning? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just... Yeah, that would be embarrassing. That would be <laughs> That's like the equivalent of like in Little League where they like 
if you get if you strike out, then they bring the T out to get the kid to hit off the T. Right. Yes. That's what the man on second base is. It's the T. It's like here you go, you fucking loser. You, you can't even score a run. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I that just wait. If we get to the end of September and we're still playing this crazy baseball season. Let's see the Red Sox and the White Sox in a tough, tough race for that eighth seed in the American yeah. League. Maybe. NL, I don't know anything because, like, I was high on the Braves. I but, think the Braves are good. Uh, but they've all got coronavirus too. Do they? I thought so. Well, Freddie Freeman came back. I thought somebody else of those went down. I don't know. They look good. Do they look good? I mean, they, uh, they crushed the Mets on Sunday. Oh, they did. Okay. And, like, the Mets, I feel like, are a pretty good team. Yeah. Yeah, I, thought, I think so, too. Um, what about the Nationals? Are they not going to, like, they might not finish in the top three of their division. Well, it's an interesting thing, the Nationals, because they, um, I don't know if you remember this, but they got off to a really slow start last year. Yes. They and they, were. it took like, they came back hard in the last quarter of the season. They can't do that this year. The Braves so, met 14 to 1 on Sunday. Sorry, yeah. I just said that. Yeah. 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 I watched that game. Crazy. Right, but the Met, the I'm uh, not the Mets. The Nats, they lost Rendon and Soto. Did they lose Soto also? Well, he's got coronavirus. He's got coronavirus. Yeah. So maybe. And then the Phillies, are uh, what? The Phillies? They've got twice. <laughs> I mean, you, I feel like everybody keeps expecting them to do something and they never do. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Central is going to be a clusterfuck. Cubs, Cards, Brewers, Reds, all could take it. And then the West is going to be the Dodgers and somebody else. Yeah, maybe the Padres. Yeah, yeah. I think <clears throat> the Padres, definitely. I think the Padres... Well, no, they didn't sweep them. It took two out of three from Arizona to start the season. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and, you know, they didn't really do it with their bats, but they're looking good pitching-wise. Fun fact, this is the first year since 1954 where nobody in Major League Baseball got off to a 3-0 and start. Huh. There were no sweeps in the opening weekend. Well, good for them. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Dodgers are going to go like 42 and 18 and then get swept by the eight seed Padres in the first round of the playoffs. Right. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Koshaw is going to give up three consecutive home runs. Kershaw, I picked up in my second, my other league. Of fantasy baseball and I was like you know 
I was like, oh, well, you know, this is my little nephew's league. And, like, you know, Kershaw is available. It's only eight players in the league. So, like, there's a lot of good players available. Uh-huh. And so I drafted Kershaw pretty late. And I was like, oh, this may be, maybe this will be good. And he was scratched and put on the injured list, like, uh-huh. three hours before opening pit, the first pitch. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, God. Anyway, I got burned. That's right. I forgot about that. They played that rookie against um, against the Giants, against Johnny Cueto. Right. All right. Well, it looks like the White Sox are going to lose and go three games down to Cleveland with only 56 games left in the season. And we're already six games behind. All right. Cleveland's magic number now is like 52. <laughs> Wait. <clears throat> so is Cleveland in first place? They should be probably by half a game, I think. Over the Twins. Over the Twins, yeah. Wow. Twins are winning right now. Who are the Twins playing right now? St. Louis. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, this is a thought I had, kind of a non sequitur, but I wanted to say it. You know how when they're doing these interleague game, interleague series, and it's often you do two games in one team stadium, and you immediately go and do two games in the other team stadium? Yeah. Why, why don't they not do that? Why don't, in the interest of limiting travel... You just have all four games in the same stadium and just rotate who plays as the home team. Like, there are no fans. It doesn't, there's not going to be a built in home team advantage. Right. Like, yeah, have, have the Mets be at Fenway and just have them bat, do a four game season, uh, series and just have the Mets bat the second half of the inning for two out of four games. You know, I don't think that Major League Baseball has this thing very figured out at all. Like, I don't think the league, like, all this bullshit with the contract negotiations, sorry, it's not even a contract negotiation. Like, the league, like, being assholes and trying to force the players to take a pay cut, like, they didn't bother to put any thought into safety for their employees. Right. uh, this gets into, like, the second part of this that I wanted to say. Like, I watched this game where there was a video review of a home run or whatever. Um, and, the you know, the intern or whoever it is runs out. He's got the radio hanging over his shoulder with the headphones. <clears throat> and the umpires put the headphones on, talk to the guy in New York. And, but this guy with the radio, like the all of the cables for the headphones are so short that they don't allow for social distancing between the umpires and the guy holding the radio. Uh Uh-huh. And so it's like, that's the sort of thing that like, if somebody was actually in charge of safety, they would have thought of and fixed, but like nobody actually has like, no one's done that. No one's like, Oh, these are three foot cables. Like, these guys are all going to be standing super close together. Um, and, you know, the home plate umpire wasn't wearing a mask. So, right. <clears throat> here's this kid 
whose only job is to like carry a radio box out to get exposed to coronavirus by some old freaking geezer right. you know, behind home plate. Um, and it's just like the league doesn't have that shit figured out. And they like didn't bother doing it. And yep. now we now the Marlins all have coronavirus. And they're trying to blame the players again. Yet. God damn. It is bullshit. You are absolutely right about that. It is complete and total bullshit. Uh, On a kind of fun note on that, though, there was a manager for the Pirates. Did you see this? No. Uh, He got kicked out of the game. And he came like storming out of the dugout. And the, dugout and the fun thing about that is the dugout is like in the stands, right? right? So he comes like running out of the stands to like scream at the ump and like kick dirt at him. But they all they stayed like six feet away from each other, you know, which really kind of took some of the pageantry out of it. Like Earl Weaver is rolling over in his grave right now. I need to see the video of this because I was, I was wondering nobody's gonna. Because you, you have automatic review and there are no fans in the game. So what's the point? But this right. man, he did it. Good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the, the manager, you do it so that you get kicked out of the game instead of one of your players, right? right. That's like, so I think right. one of his players was like arguing balls and strikes. And so he came like running out there and started, you know, doing whatever, you know, right. saying horrible shit to the umpire. Still, there there are no fans in the stands. We could all right. be civil about this if we had to be. Yeah. Not if there's umpires involved. True. True. You never should be civil with umpires. Right. The White Sox first base coach, I like him, but he constantly wears his mask, but he just has it on his chin. He right. doesn't have it over his mouth or his nose. And he stands there at first base, and they show him all the time because whenever somebody gets to first base, he like gives him a fist bump, and it was making me so irritated. I wanted to call, like somehow call in to the White Sox booth and tell them to tell him to wear his mask. Right? Just tweet at him, dude. I should. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Just tweet at him like a diagram of how to wear a mask. Right. Why do you even have a mask? If you're not right. Gonna, yeah. Was your chin cold? Grow a goatee. <laughs> you saw Mike Trout is wearing a mask while he plays now. A, a lot of people of are like wearing a mask in the field, but not to bat. And I'm okay with that. Like that, I, that makes I mean, sense. I don't get that. Like when you're at bat, that's when you're not social distancing. Like, anywhere you are on a baseball field, you're, like, six feet away from people unless you're, like, in the batter's box or you're the catcher, you know? Right. So it's like, wear a mask when you go to bat, not when you're in the field. Right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be fine, but I feel like they would say it's uncomfortable to sprint 90 feet wearing a mask. That's bullshit. Yeah. I, like, ride my bike five miles every day wearing a mask you know what i mean like it's not it's like 90 feet you know if you like have to run like if you're trying to leg out a triple it's not hard to like rip your mask down you know what i mean right good point yeah a whole bunch of bullshit 
I do you want do do you want me to read this third one or are you done for today? We're we're uh, we're at forty seven minutes. Uh, we can do this. We can do this last one in three minutes. Okay. Speaking yeah. about bullshit, here we go. Yeah. President Donald Trump lied about being asked to throw out the first pitch at a Yankees Red Sox game on August fifteenth, and then declined his own fake invitation. Apparently, the president was jealous of the attention that Dr. Anthony Fauci was getting for throwing out the first pitch of the season at National Stadium and decided, without telling either the team or his own staff, to take up the Yankees on what his staff claimed was a, quote, long-standing and open offer to throw out the first pitch at a Yankees game. The day, August 15th, was already booked for the president, so his staff had to call the team, the Yankees, to tell him that he wasn't available to that day. To which the Yankees said, what the fuck are you talking about? They did. The Yankees said, like, publicly, like, we have no knowledge of this. Right. Well, <laughs> the, the backstory on this is that Donald Trump and the president of the Yankees, I forget his name. Are bros. Are bros. Which, you know, comes as a surprise to literally nobody. Right. Um, <clears throat> But I think that there's two interesting parts of this story. And, you know, I don't like to throw the term privilege around because it's like, I feel like it's overused and sometimes inappropriately used. But I think that Donald Trump is, he just doesn't comprehend that he just can't have whatever he wants on a whim at like any moment. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, was a billionaire and he was like, oh, you mean I don't get to just change laws willy nilly? So then he like became the president and he still doesn't right. get that he can't just like do whatever the fuck he wants to. Right. Um, and it's just like that, that level of privilege where you can just be like, oh yeah, no, I'm going to throw out the first pitch of a game on the 15th of August and not tell anybody like either on your staff or the like staff of the major league baseball team. Right. That's crazy. That's like a level of delusional that like is just insane. Um, My thing is the pet, he's so petty. Like he only decided to do it because he was jealous of his doctor. Like he's jealous of this doctor being more popular than he. Right. The doctor who works for him. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is going on? Um, And then the other thing that I think is like telling is that Donald Trump only even considered throwing out a first pitch at a baseball game because there would be no fans there that would boo him. Yeah. Because, you know, even at Yankee Stadium, he would get booed. Oh, he'd definitely get booed at a Yankee Stadium. Like, you know, people hate him here. Yeah. Like, Good. even the Staten Island bros don't like him. Right. <laughs> like, even the Yankees fans are, like, only lukewarm about him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Although, we, we have followed lots of Yankee people on Twitter who do fucking hate him. But, for purposes of our narrative, they're only lukewarm. Yeah. They like, did. They, like, they will boo him, and then they'll vote for him in November. But, like, they'll boo him live. But then they'll vote for him. Anyway. He also boo John Carlos Stanton. Right. Yeah. 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 They're, they're like, I mean, Yankees fans are going to vote for Donald Trump. That's right. true. But like publicly, 
like outside of a private voting booth, they will boo him. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Yankee president is Randy Levine. Right. He's uh, Maroon 5 frontman Adam Levine's older brother, fun fact. Right, slash uncle. There's some weird stuff going on in that. Right, family. in the Levine household. <laughs> here's, here's a quote from the Times that I wanted to read. Mr. Trump had not actually been invited on that day by the Yankees, according to one person with knowledge of Mr. Trump's schedule. His announcement surprised both Yankees officials and the White House staff. He didn't fucking tell anybody. Right. But Trump had been so annoyed by Dr. Fauci's turn in the limelight, an official familiar with his reaction said that he had directed his aides to call Yankee officials and make good on a long, the quote-unquote long-time standing offer for Mr. Levine to throw out an opening pitch. No date was ever finalized. What a punk. Yeah. And then, um, and then he's like, oh, yeah, no, actually, I, I, I'm, like, I'm focusing too hard on coronavirus, which, like, right. he's not. Like, <laughs> right. He is absolutely not. He's, like, doing everything he can to, like, not focus on coronavirus. Right. No, he wants to go golfing. Right. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, I'm focusing too hard on I have to decline the offer that I invented. And <laughs> <Yes. laughs> just tell anybody about Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sad times. But at least we can laugh. Yeah. I just I just don't yeah. I mean we avoid talking about Trump too much on this podcast right. because it's too depressing. Right. But I just don't understand how like people still are behind this guy. Right. I think, I think they like have to be because they like cannot if they admit that he's a like terrible moron then they also have to admit that they're terrible morons i think that's got something to do with it definitely um because you know i think that there's probably a certain small percentage who are like horrible businessmen that are making money hand over fist and that's why they're behind donald trump but like the normal trump supporter is like i i can't i have to hold on to my way of life so hard and the only way i can do that is if this guy is not a terrible idiot and so they won't even see that no matter how stupid he is it makes me sad yeah it's depressing yeah we'll see and then there's the yankees fans who you know and then they're yankees fans right who are just terrible people they're just terrible people yeah but, basket of deplorables. That's yeah, the basket of deplorables that was mentioned before. Yeah, that's Trump's coalition is like the Bernie Madoffs of the world, poor people who can't, well, not even poor people, just like regular people who won't admit that they were wrong about him and Yankees fans. Right. And crazy conspiracy theorist, which I would like to talk to on C-Block, talk about on C-Block. Yeah. I got some things to say about, you know, the reptilian overlords who rule our presidency. Right, and are like banging the devil. Yep, exactly. There's a lot of shit going on. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right, we're at 55 minutes, though. I'm going to cut it off. I want to do C-Block. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Hopefully, we'll get to talk more about baseball next week. I really hope we do. Um, I also yeah, hopefully not in the past tense. And not in the past tense, exactly. <laughs> I also hope that uh, the Miami Marlins are still alive, or at least most right. of them. All joking aside, we hope yeah. that those guys get better. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Right. Uh, maybe Derek Jeter can like get in a bicycle accident or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Break his knee. for Donald Trump. Just oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Big time. Well, Mariano Rivera is like a big public Trump guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Jeter is public, but you know it. Yeah. All right. We're stopping. We're just we're meandering now. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on all your social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, listen to us on Apple iTunes. Give us a like, a review, and a rating. You can also check us out on SoundCloud and or Spotify. For Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Do you think Joe Biden is a Mets fan? Delaware? Hmm. Yeah. He's an Orioles fan. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. I feel like Baltimore, I feel like Maryland, Delaware, like they're so small and right next to each other. Like, I feel like they probably are the same. He'd be big on that, like, old-timey tradition of the, uh, of the Baltimore Orioles.